Megan Durantes, and I am the Diversity and Inclusion Director of Washburn Student Government Association. And welcome to the UWSGA podcast. Whether you're a returning listener or a new one, we are excited to have you here. For those who are new, the UWSGA podcast is a podcast run by students for students. We do two episodes per month where we invite students and faculty to talk about the episode's topic. If you would like to listen to some of our past episodes, you can find them on Spotify at your WSGA. This is the first episode of our second season, and it sounds so good to be saying that. Today's episode is about going back to school. Now, all of us can remember the excitement or dread of going back to school. Some of us remember our Facebook and Snapchat stories being filled with posts of students asking, who do I have class with? Some of us remember preparing our outfit the night before so that we looked good on our first day. For our college freshmen, it was nice to finally be away from our parents and begin our college journey. The biggest problem though, none of us experienced that last year. Some, if not all of our classes were online, no outfits were prepared because people would only see your chest and up, and college freshmen wondered if they were going to go to a four-year or stay at home. Since COVID shut down a lot of things back in March of 2019, the topic of school and going back has changed. The 2020 to 2021 school year was the first year of being in school during a pandemic for a lot of students. Parents were having to move their work schedule around now that their kids had to be at home. High school seniors were wondering if they would experience their senior year to the fullest. We saw a lot of schools struggling, parents struggling, college students experiencing burnouts, and overall, school just sucked. Once vaccines started to be finalized and ready for use, hope for a return to normal was upon us. Businesses and schools started to move their employees back in person. For businesses, it was a bit easier for them to be back in person, while school districts were struggling. They were juggling between rules and regulations from the government, angry parents, and making sure that their kids are getting an education. Colleges were stuck in the middle. Back on March 5th, 2021, Washburn University announced that it would return to its traditional classes in the fall. Students who were already on campus, like me, were excited to hear this, and so did incoming freshmen. Not only would this allow students to get a sense of normal during challenging times, but it also allowed current freshmen to get a rerun of their freshman year, the way it was supposed to be. In order to get a true idea of what it felt like to be back on campus, I asked current students and freshmen six questions. What did you learn from experiencing a COVID college? How does it feel to be back on campus? What are you excited for? What are you nervous about? Should students get involved at Washburn? And what is some advice you have for incoming students? This is what they had to say. Now, you were at Washburn last year when COVID was a thing. Can you describe what your college experience was like during then? Well, it was a big adjustment for sure, especially having experienced a year and a half in person and having that full experience. But what I really learned is that if you truly want to get involved, you can push yourself and find your, a way to find a home here on campus. 
It was uh, honestly horrible. I I mean, I, my first year, freshman year, was 2019, fall 2019. So I started out completely normal year. I immediately got involved doing a lot of things, having a lot of fun. And then having that all kind of taken away, like all the fun things that we do in the fall, like family day, tailgates, football games, all of those fun things, having that taken away and having not only just class to do here, but also just having online class just kind of like was somehow so exhausting without doing any work like it was the mental exhaustion was so intense that I just was like didn't want to do anything had no motivation really struggled to even do my school work so it was it was really really rough honestly the only thing that like helped get me through was the organizations I was a part of and like having something to look forward to like okay at least I have this on Wednesdays at least I have this going on Monday nights that I get to do something I actually get to see people and interact with people and not do it in a lecture setting that was the only thing that I was like okay you got to push through it's worth it just keep going how does it feel to be back on campus I think it feels great especially for my senior year um, just seeing guys and gals and just everybody back on campus and enjoying you know one of the best like one of the best parts of going to college and being you know getting a your degree is actually immersing yourself in to the community that you're going to be serving for four years so it feels really empowering and inspiring to truly see all of the incoming students and a lot of previous past friends um, and groups really come together for these past welcome week events well, since I was here my freshman year, um, it is nice to be back on campus and have it be full again. Like, it's really nice to see everyone walk around. Um, it's hot as heck, though, trying to get to my classes, so that's a little bit of a bummer. I think it's great. Uh, I'm happy to be back, and I think it's going to be a great semester. What are you most excited for this year? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm actually the mock trial team president, and so seeing how my organization is going to grow and how we're going to go back to nationals and kick butt. Um, you know, I'm really excited about a lot of things, but if I had to pick one or two, it would be family weekend and homecoming. That while we have COVID, we are managing and still figuring out that we can do these really awesome things through campus with only like little things that we have to like combat for COVID. So, I mean, there's a lot of new people and it's been really fun engaging with some of the community here. Um, so I'm super excited for WSGA. I'm also excited for mock trial. There's a lot of clubs I'm excited for. What are you nervous about coming into this new school year? I think uh, I'm nervous about just about what everyone else is nervous about, and that's being sent back. Uh, I think the biggest question on everybody's minds is like, are we as students going to be able to uh, hold it down, keep COVID back so we can stay safe? Or is it just going to be too much again? And for our safety, we have to leave. I mean, nobody wants to go home. Uh, we all hated that last year. But also it's like there's some things that we just can't avoid. And obviously the Delta variant has been very bad. And also uh, in the Shawnee County specifically, it's had, we've had very extreme and high numbers. So it's been uh, that's like probably the biggest worry I have. Well, you know, there's um, going to be some classes like I'm already getting behind on one of my astronomy classes because it's on a video call. And so, um, you know, it's kind of easy to get sidetracked um, with all the stuff that's going on. But um, yeah, so that's the only thing I might be nervous about. Other than that, no, everything's pretty good. Do you have any advice for incoming students? Get involved. There are tons and tons of clubs here at Washburn, student government, fraternities, sororities. Heck, there's even an anime club. Heck, get get involved. There's tons of things to do here at Washburn. Um, really follow your passions. College is a great way to really engage 
um, in different things and different organizations and different internships and really challenge yourself um, throughout the four or five years of experience. Do everything that you can, like soak it all in and get involved because that's what's going to put you out there and that's what's going to make your time here worthwhile. Should students get involved at Washburn? I think it's great. Definitely. I know that there's students that work a lot, uh, but it's really just finding those organizations that work around your, your work schedule. But also, you know, you don't have to join everything, but you can also try everything out. There's tons of free events going on. There's always intro, like intro information nights going on. So definitely just get out there and, you know, it's a new chapter in your life. So you, you don't have to be the same person you were in high school. Try to rewrite that and just find out, like, explore the things that you felt like you had to suppress in high school. Um, I would definitely say getting involved outside of the classroom creates that vibrant college experience. You know, when you uh, decide to come to Washburn, we don't want you to just attend Washburn. We want you to actually feel like you are a part of the Washburn family. I think students should get involved because I think that's honestly what we need right now. Like the world is crazy. We need people that are going to support us that are going through the same stuff as us. So I think if not now, then when? Aside from hearing students' thoughts, I was also curious to hear the universities. I had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Farley, the president of Washburn University. I wanted to hear his thoughts of leading Washburn during COVID, how his views of the education system changed, what he was nervous about, and what was happening to ensure that we didn't have a repeat of 2020. What did you learn from experiencing COVID last year and running a university? Uh, first thing is how fragile universities are. Uh, a virus like that uh, that we have is a, kind of a small event until you put it into context that it's a pandemic, mm -hmm. okay? And that for the university, uh, we weren't prepared for anything like that. We do training on active shooters on campus. We do training on on accidents. We do training on tornadoes. We you know we have all of that things that we we review on a on an annual basis on a regular basis. Never crossed any of our minds yeah. uh, that it could be a pandemic. In fact, I had to look up pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us had to look up <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, in, you know, but. Uh, uh, that was one of the things that was really, really overwhelming. Uh, uh, the second thing was um, uh, how resilient we really are, were, um, because it was um, it had to adapt, you had to change, yeah. because things were changing around us. When when we were all prepared to have Spring break, okay, spring break. Uh, hadn't thought about it. The Friday night, I think it was either Friday night or Saturday night, um, I was at dinner somewhere and uh, got a call from uh, uh, Eric Grosspitch mm -hmm. and telling me that we had a student that uh, had the virus and was in the hospital and what do we do? We weren't prepared for that. Yeah. And they're asking me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so we talked about it, and I said, well, I can't. They wanted me to, to call her, her parents. 
Well, we didn't even know where her parents were. We didn't know how to get a hold of her parents, first of all. Secondly, I'm not going to call her because I don't know what to tell her. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so we went over to my house and um, invited two or three more people to come over. Uh, um, student health person, because I needed some information about what is this all yeah. about? And yeah. What do you do with this? And we really didn't know whether she had the virus or not. As, yeah. as it turned out, she did not have the virus. Uh, Okay, but that was several days later, at least three days yeah. later, because we didn't have any fast checking of any of that yeah. kind of stuff. And so we were there and trying to decide what to do, and we had the PR person there, and and uh, there were about six of us, five or six of us, just sitting around on the sofas at my house trying to decide what to do and tried to find whoever it was. And once once she got to the hospital, it was hard to find her at the hospital. Yeah. Um, but that started it, okay, and the next day, we started getting information, found her parents, parents came up, they got her, took her home, all those things, and Monday, or that, that Saturday and Sunday, we, uh, I guess it met on Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, we started, um, think about what we have to do, what do we need to do, and all the information we were getting was that this is going to be very contagious, and this is going to be very deadly. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what do we do? And we called colleagues at other schools. They were doing the same thing exactly and exactly the same time yeah. in exactly the same way. And uh, so we couldn't move fast enough to change the whole university, flip it on its edge yeah. uh, in a day can't happen. So we then said, well, we're going to take another day. We're going to take another week of uh, spring break. So that happened on the last Friday, the last Friday of that of spring break. No, no. Day. The event that I described was the Friday before spring break started. Oh, okay. okay. So, so we had a break now. there of a week, and okay. then, but before the end of that, before the end of that Monday or Tuesday, we extended the spring break another week. Oh wow. Okay, so that gave us basically two weeks of spring break mm -hmm. and asked the faculty members to uh, use uh, D2L and to use Zoom and uh, go to school. Everybody come to school. Yeah. You know, we tell everybody stay home, don't come. If you lived in the residence halls, too bad. <laughs> They're locked. Yeah, uh, I remember that. You know, uh, what do you do? Um, uh, but but what that showed me that we were resilient. We could we could make changes, mm -hmm. make changes as as we had to had to, had to, had to make those kind of decisions. Yeah, it's interesting to hear from your perspective because I remember that as a student of spring break, and then I got word that it was extended. You know, the kid in me is like, oh, nice, we're spring yeah. break. And <laughs> yeah. think about it now, I'm like, there was actually a serious reason why I had that extended break. Yeah, that didn't just happen. <laughs> yeah, it's also, it's also interesting to realize that this you were planning this before spring break actually started. Because in my head, I was thinking that once it got extended, something happened during spring break that pushed you all to hmm. do something afterwards. So it's crazy to see just how quick everything had to change for everyone. Yeah, and if you just think about it a moment, faculty members going to, I mean, we said use Zoom. And we had to get it all connected for you. We had to make sure we had enough capacity to use yeah. Zoom. Um, 
D2L faculty members were, were most of them already relatively proficient mm -hmm. at that. And uh, uh, people were willing to give it a try, but the faculty member was probably one class period ahead of the students. That was it. Yeah. And now they've grew because they were working really hard and they could add more to it. And first thing you know, we're about a week ahead of the students and yeah. then a week and a half and then two weeks. And and we only had to get through uh, half, a, half a semester because mm -hmm. it's already March. Yeah. Um, but the faculty, uh, resilient, uh, you can change. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of, as I'm sure everybody did, they're going, why us? You know, why did this happen? And fix it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to fix it. Yeah. Um, but people did, they, they recognized it. Once they got over, got over what was happening to us, um, they worked really hard. And I didn't, I don't think I had really any complaints from students about, uh, about the last half of that semester. Yeah, it was a new environment for all of us. Like, yeah. I, like how you said you had to search up the word pandemic. The only pandemic we ever learned about was like in history during the 1800s. Yeah. And so now it's like, now we have to figure out what now. Exactly. Yeah. The next question is kind of looking at the university in general and the whole education system. How do you think COVID has changed our understanding and our idea of the education system? Well, all of us had some perception of what our system was, okay? Um, and in our case, we take great pride in having small class sizes, uh, having faculty members that get to know your name and talk with you, um, uh, a lot of events on campus, and a lot, and you were probably in, I don't know how many, um, how many organizations you've probably belonged to or yeah. still are, uh, because that's what we that's what we uh, tout. That's what we tell people. That's what we want to have done. Well, couldn't do it in the pandemic. You couldn't go just go walk in your faculty member's office door because your faculty member probably wasn't there. Mm -hmm. uh, you probably definitely couldn't walk into their house at their home. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, um, so. We had to think about what needed to change, and was there some things that need to change that we can do and do relatively quickly? Some things we we can do, but it'll take longer. Some things we can't do, mm -hmm. or we can't do very well at least. And so people are still still working through that. Uh, they've worked on it this summer. Uh, do we want to offer more classes remote? Uh, do we want to offer more asynchronous online? Mm -hmm. Or do we want to have uh, hybrid? And those are about the three major ones, I think, that I think others are just kind of variations of yeah. it. And um, which one, which one, are there certain classes that'll do better in, in certain modalities? Yeah. Uh, because we had, we had to open some of the buildings during uh, that that last half of that semester, mm -hmm. uh, because of laboratories, yeah. basically, and, but then you had to figure out how to keep everybody away from yeah. one another. Uh, but then we had to start thinking about can we do this 
on a larger scale and continuously? Was there some classes that even work better, uh, you know, that uh, with a hybrid model or with an asynchronous model? Um, uh, but then we're hearing, we're asking students, you got your preference on some, but do you have any preference? Mm -hmm. uh, and some people really like the remote because you're still, you can see the faculty member on Zoom and you can hear everyone um, and you can do it uh, from your home. Yeah. Right? Um, I, can, I can just imagine this happening in, in uh, last year in February when it was cold and icy and snowy and some students, we were still doing uh, remote, and some students would, you know, they would, they would wake up Look outside and it's snowing and think, I think I'll stay here. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> okay, did you really? Yeah, I live in the dorms. And even like when we had that little shower yesterday, I seen it pour down. My first thought was, do we have a Zoom option? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And so maybe there are things like that that we change permanently. I think we will recognize more uh, hybrid mm -hmm. uh, than we do now. But we will still be 60, 65, 70% uh, in person. Yeah. Because that's, that's our image, that is what we do well, that's our, that's our marketing, and that's quite frankly what a whole lot of students want. Yeah. Okay, and your parents want. Yeah. Because that's what we understand. But we needed to be offering more asynchronous um, online than we have been. When I first came and the first time I addressed the faculty, I wanted to have some online courses. Mm -hmm. okay? And where I came from, I taught on a, um, on an on, it, it wasn't an online at that time, it was satellite. Mm -hmm. And so I would originate in a studio in Oklahoma City and broadcast to someone, uh, to a class in Norman where OU was or Stillwater where OSU was, okay? And then the next week, I'd, I would go to this one and broadcast to these two. Yeah. And so I wanted to do that here. Told faculty, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the money to develop it and put it all together, and I'll fund five or six of them. Mm -hmm. No one took me up on it. Oh, wow. No one, not one. And uh, I've been trying for several years to get a completely online degree. Of some kind. It's, yeah. it's going to have to be in, in College of Arts and Sciences. And it had to be a general studies kind of degree. Yeah. It, because I don't know how many people would want to take it or not yeah. take it. Yeah. What am I nervous about? Uh, nervous about this will get out of control mm -hmm. in some fashion, the, the virus. Not here on campus, I think. You know, last last uh, year, I kept telling people in the Chamber of Commerce and Rotary Clubs, the Heinz Club, all those kind of things when I'd talk to them, that um, they were, they said, well, you got all those people living in the residence hall, you got all those people on campus. Well, if you just look at what has happened, uh, we had, I think, a hundred, maybe a hundred and twenty-five all last year that tested positive. Mm -hmm. No one ever went to the hospital. No, no one ever admitted to the hospital um, and all of them recovered for it. Now there were people that, that uh, we, that we, that tested positive or they, that, 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 that 
been with people who had tested positively. Um, and we quarantined them mm -hmm. uh, and worked that out. Some of them really liked the idea of quarantining. Brought you breakfast, mm -hmm. brought you lunch, yeah. brought you dinner, you know, what else you want? <laughs> Basically hotel service. <laughs> yeah, with hotel service, you know. Uh, but I told the, these folks, probably one of the safest places you could be in, in Topeka, which is on our campus. Yeah. Because we watched everybody all the time. We had a population that was changing all the time. And it's a lot easier to control. And we, we could help them. Yeah. They're, they're not out going places. Uh, so my, what am I nervous about is that uh, out of our control, uh, uh, it will spread. Mm -hmm. And if there are enough non-evacuated, non-inevacuated, enough haven't take their, or have, have not taken the, the uh, uh, vaccine, mm -hmm. that it mutates. Because the longer it is mixing with other things and other people, yeah. and if you take the vaccine, it stops that, yeah. basically, with, with you. And if it doesn't, it'll mutate. Mm -hmm. The last question I asked, what was happening now to ensure that we didn't have a repeat of fall 2020? This is what he had to say. It feels right now that we've got a you know, a pretty structured environment, okay? Um, like before you arrived, we had already made the decision, uh, mask inside all buildings. We started out mask in classrooms. Well, that didn't work very well because you walk out in the hallway and you yeah, got, yeah, yeah, you know, so we said, okay, it's got to be, got to be mask in buildings. Um, don't be, don't, should be mask on uh, if there are crowds mm -hmm. outside, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, just that close contact, and no one's going to get six feet apart. <laughs> you know, outside that is, isn't going to happen. Um, and so we're we're trying to decide what are the rules going to be, and what are the things that are going to happen, and what is it that we can that we can do. And and we have a steering committee, we call it, um, that's looking at all of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, and trying to decide what it is that um, that we can control or should control or we know about or should know about, um, and we discard as, about as many ideas as we as we adopt. Mm -hmm. And so, right now, we are trying to decide how can we get more students to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? And you see in other schools around, they're, they're having a lottery. Mm -hmm. You know, put your, hat, hat, your name in a hat and see who you pull out and, you, and you'll get, you know, a, a class for free, no tuition, or whatever it is. They've got all kinds of things. All of the data that I have seen last spring, this summer, and up till now, where schools or states or counties have tried to get people to take uh, the shots by giving them money, mm -hmm. okay? And I just heard one today that someone, it seems like it was a big, a big uh, national company of some kind, they were gonna give all of their employees $100. Oh, wow. 
there are some that are giving them more. Most of the time they're giving them uh, in-kind, you know, you, you can fly on our airline and mm -hmm. if you work here, if you'll get the, get the, uh, uh, get the shots. Um, but none of them had a success. Mm -hmm. The penetration into the unvaccinated wasn't any larger than it would have been anyway. Yeah. And so let's take that money and give it to people for, for scholarships or something. Overall, while coming back to college in Washburn has been an exciting thing for a lot of students, it's also a scary one. We are living through a pandemic that is constantly changing, with opinions going left and right about the virus, vaccine, Zoom, or in person, it can oftentimes be overwhelming. But that's why during times like this, it's important to understand Washburn's motto, non nobis solum, not for ourselves alone. In case you're confused on what that means, it means that people should contribute to the general greater good of humanity, apart from their own interests. Whether you're getting the vaccine or not, simple things like wearing your mask, social distancing, notifying the school if you're positive, and quarantining can be the determining factor if we go back to Zoom in the next month or stay on campus for the next four years. We'll get through this. I know we will. Well, everyone, that is a wrap of the first episode. Thank you so much for listening and a huge thank you to everyone we interviewed and Dr. Farley. Lastly, make sure to follow us on our social media at YourWSGA on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook at Washburn Student Government Association. Be on the lookout for our next episode this month as we'll be talking about Hispanic Heritage Month. Thanks for listening and Scobods!